let's say in this position you are now, if I were offered something major, would you be able to sacrifice your mm, job? Now you're trying to make it personal. And let's go back to my lofty dreams from my early 20s. If I were to be an actress, what type of sacrifice would I have? It may have been a compromise for you. Like, I really don't want you doing intimate scenes with somebody else. You know what I mean? Like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I don't even understand how, how that how that's applicable to either because you, you work on doing the intimate scenes i'm gabrielle union in the movie my co-star is morris chestnut and they want us to kiss <laughs> gotta find some more wholesome roles i can't but see that's a that would be a complete sacrifice, sacrifice. just me and my lady with our babies all this love between us is amazing there's amazing there's amazing What's good, fam? Welcome to the Table for Seven podcast, episode number three. Toi, Tris. It's going bad already. <laughs> Man, it is your toi. Uh, what's good? What's good? How are you? I'm great. Listen, great. I just came from a birthday party, and there were literally a hundred people in the house. Literally. For what kind of birthday party? It was a seventh birthday party. Hmm. They had a hundred friends. It was family friends, family, church friends, school friends, their mm. parents, but they're a Vietnamese family, so it was a bunch of good food. Oh, chat. Oh, okay. Yeah, Liddy. You should have told me how to went. Yeah, right. <laughs> the lies. Mm. How you doing? What you do today? I'm good, man. Today, what did I do? I thought I was watching football, uh, but football was watching me. Mm. I saw parts of it. But that's fine. That's how I like to watch football. Um, that's how I like to watch anything on the weekend. Watch it until I fall asleep and then wake up and try to watch it again. Wow. Just didn't work out. Yeah. Didn't work out. Today is, I mean, today. Today has been cool. The week has been busy. Yeah. Um, trying to figure out this new role at work. So you never told me if you it's yours at all. You keep saying you're yeah. waiting on a, no, no, I mean, waiting it, on no. the thing. The announcement is out. It's just an, it's just an interim role. And I was I was waiting to see what the feedback would be. Not that I actually cared, but you know, what I mean, you got I got peers that um, any of us could have been moved into the role. But um, it was actually pretty. It was very positive. So I got a lot of congratulations. I don't I don't know how to feel about congratulations on a interim role, but um, interim is still. I mean, you're still gonna be acting yeah, in yeah, that yeah. role. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in full character. Okay. I'm not saying that, but uh, yeah, it's interesting. Do so you want to share? Because you're already executive level, but now. Feedback is good. Yes, yeah, so I moved from one executive level to a more senior executive level and in, on an interim basis. So I'm trying to, one thing about me I've learned just in general, not to get too high and too low to some people that that's off-putting because mm-hmm. I don't, I guess like a, I come across as not celebrating. Um. I'm very intentional about being grateful. So I don't think that's in question, but I just never, I don't know. I don't celebrate if I get promoted or other opportunities. I just try to stay grateful, remain humble. Cause I know at any point uh, it could be snatched and I've seen that. So working for a corporation, you know, you it's, it's all business when they're dealing with you. Um, but it's personal the moment that you try to, you know, up and leave so 
I just try to keep it business, but yeah, it, it's significantly more responsibility. It's a role that I've been watching for a long time because I've been very close to it. Like I've, I've reported to that role for the last five or six years. So I, I've kind of had an inside peek at it, but um, yeah, just adjusting, uh, stepping up and um, it's been, it's been more mentally draining, I can say. So. Well, congratulations. Appreciate you. I appreciate you. Appreciate you. Um, yeah, so we're going to get, I mean, one before we get started, last week, what did we do? We did a, uh, wasn't Gotta Have, was it? Yeah. Yeah, Gotta Have. Gotta have. Mm-hmm. And a Woo Child. And a Woo Child. So let's get this one, this segment, let's do, what did you learn this week? Specific to this week, the things that happened in your life, in and around the house or whatever, mm. what is one specific thing that you learned this week that you'll take forward? As it pertains to just me or as a family? Huh. Whatever. What you learned about you, what, what you learned about others. But mm. something specific to this week that was like, ah, hmm. Um, well, I guess I can use today, looking at the grades and things like that, I learned that honor is actually good at or proficient at childhood development type things like last year she did engineering excuse me and that just wasn't her forte but this year she's has a child development and courses that pertain to what she wants to be which is a child psychologist and she is hitting those out the park like 97s 96s so what do you do with that that i mean that's kind of not observation but like what, what was it the was lesson? more confirmation for me okay. that that she was heading in the right direction okay so that just I guess puts in my mind okay well what schools offer the program that she's interested in since I'm seeing now that she's actually good at it or what can I do to better her or help her to move forward in that direction that she's going gotcha Hmm, for me this week, related to me moving into this role, um, I kind of touched on humility, but people want to see, like it's important to demonstrate the characteristics that you want to see in your organization. So it's one thing to be at whatever level, if you're managing people, whether you're executive or not to say what your expectations are, but people want to see it demonstrated. I think that's one thing that I haven't lost moving, like moving into this space or the, the, my role before I never stopped doing the work. Like I didn't, it didn't feel like the promotion entitled me to Lay back do, a yeah, bit. to do yeah. less. Mm-hmm. And I've seen that. And I, you know, to, you know, to each his own, um, I gotta be me in order to be successful. So as I develop, if that becomes a thing that I expect or becomes a, a realistic, uh, expectation, um, you know, while I'm in the corporation, then I would adjust, but I don't, I feel like every time I get a, a new role, I work harder. Um, and again, like I said, that's just me. I, I always feel like I have to be you know, twice as good, three times as smart uh, as my counterparts to uh, sometimes even be considered equal. Equal, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, 
that's a life thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's uh, it's like I said, it's interesting. One thing about moving up, the higher you go, the fall is a lot more impactful. Pride, ego comes into play because if an opportunity, if you're no longer afforded an opportunity for your actions or just a decision of the company, it's not like you just walk into another company at the same level. Right. In in most cases, um, sometimes you get you know you'll get headhunted while you're in the road. It's like when you're not looking, opportunities come. Right. But when you need when an you opportunity, need it's not there. And it's you know, I I think part of me trying to remain the worker is so that if something were to adjust, it wouldn't be foreign to me. Like I, I wouldn't have this kind of sense of entitlement where. Um, I don't actually do the work or I actually don't understand the work and can't connect with the people. So yeah. Got it. That's my, I don't even know what that's called. Yeah. I don't What'd you learn either. this week? <clears throat> Maybe that's what's called. Week? What'd you learn this week? All right. Write that down. So this episode, we're continuing the uh, tough conversations. I guess it's a series mm-hmm. at this point. And on theme with the conversation thus far, we're talking about uh, success, right? family sacrifices as it relates to success, right? Specifically, um, like I think this one's probably going to be titled, uh, you know, whose dream gets put on hold, whose dream gets put on hold, right? If you're in a, um, a marriage or a relationship, uh, partnership, partnership, you know, and one has a significant opportunity, uh, how do you address it? Right. Does it, does that significant significant opportunity have to limit the other partner? Um, like, how, how do you address that? So this is something that's, I think I've been, I don't say struggling with, but I've been more aware of it since we moved to Dubai. So we touched on it in the intro, um, how we got to Dubai. I had an opportunity with, with the company, company I'm still with, and we picked up and moved at that time, uh, we were just had child number five and we were already kind of discussing what made sense in terms of, uh, who does what, but now we're a little bit beyond that. I mean, we have one child at home. That child could actually be in some kind of care if necessary. We both agreed that that's not what we want to do right now, but I guess for you, have you ever felt like you've, like I've expected you to take a back seat to an opportunity for me? Or have you had, even if you haven't felt like that specific to our relationship, like what are your thoughts on, on that? Like if, um, yeah, like what are your thoughts on that? And then we'll reverse it because I have a perspective too, based on how our marriage started when you were in the military, like yeah. if something happened, right. I've had to think about, you know, what, what, what I quote unquote give up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, what are, what are your thoughts on just our ride, our ride or in general, if you hadn't really thought about that specifically. So for me, the first pick up and go that I can remember or that, um, I can compare to this last one was what the move to Northern Virginia. And I remember that being a, a difficult time, I guess, because it was more of, I got this job, excuse me, 
it was more of I got this job we need to move to Northern Virginia kind of thing and I wasn't in the military at the time I was in school at the time you know it was just a a, we were in a funky place you know yeah and you had already been there for a year almost before we even moved yeah but even that because that wasn't that was temporary right I started working in October everybody was in school and I want to say we agreed that it didn't make sense to uproot in the middle of a school year for a new job. I didn't even have anywhere to live. I was, you know, driving up on Monday morning, three hours. So from Hampton Roads to Northern Virginia could be anywhere from two and a half to 18 hours. Right. right. Depending on <laughs> traffic. But, you know, I would drive in Monday morning straight to work. I would stay with a family friend and then drive back um, Friday after work. Mm-hmm. So it, new company. Uh, it was a company that kind of sought me out. I didn't even, I hadn't applied to it, but that's not, the backdrop of it is I had just returned from working a year overseas. I worked in Iraq for a contractor for a year Mm -hmm. and I came back in the summer at the end of my year, uh, contract and I anticipated picking up a job very quick. I knew my time overseas. I was in Iraq was, that was done. And that was already enough strain for the family. Um, It was a financial come up, but it kind of put more distance between us uh, and more time of that wasn't going to work. But I didn't expect to go, you know, three or four months without a job. I had something lined up in the area in Hampton Roads and then that that job wreck got canceled. So I was kind of panicking. Like I was like, you know, money's running out. I don't have anything lined up. Um this job came along, salary made sense at the time based on based on salaries that I can get in Hampton Roads. That's a whole nother conversation. Like not knowing my worth and taking on a new role. But um yes, yeah, so I was kinda panicked. So when that one came along, it felt like, you know, it's gonna be a big relief and I was just ready to go do something. So that's how we got to where I was you know, I was working up there before we all moved up there. So just that kind of context. But after that, you know, when it was time to move that following summer when the kids were, you know, out of school, we only had three kids at the time. Um, But you were in school. I was in school, but I was able to go to school up there. That's neither here nor there. But I think that um, you've had more issues or we've had more not issues. I don't even know the right word, but we've had more instances where we've had to deal with a move or a big life change based on what was happening with your career. Right. Yeah. So, so how did it make you feel? I mean, you were, um, like I was saying the first time that was a throat, like we were, I don't think we were in the best type of place at the time. So it was difficult for me to say, okay, well I'm just going to pick up a move, you know, like what I remember saying, like, what is there for us? Cause you were moving and your job was there and me and the kids were going and I was like, well, what, what are we going to do? You know what I mean? But that was just where I was at the time. It had nothing to do with you bettering the family and all that kind of stuff. And I remember that being an issue for us moving forward and heading off to Dubai. I was excited for the opportunity. So I think that the sacrifice or, or whatever impact that made directly correlated to the vibe that we were having, you know, like it could be a really great thing or it could be a really bad thing depending on how you're feeling. You know what I mean? 
But did you felt like, did you felt, felt like. Did you feel like. Yeah, that's the new word of this. I think every podcast we have a new word. (laughs) It's normally me. I'm normally Mm -hmm. the Jesse Jackson. Right. So did you feel like then or have you felt like since that there's always an expectation that you're just going to go with it? Mm, I don't know if I feel like that's the expectation, but I know that it's generally the easier route to go. You know? Hmm. No. So now I'm, if I were active duty still, I don't know how any of it would have worked. Right. And that's and that's what I was saying earlier. That's kind of how I justified it. Not like it was tit for tat, but um consideration for consideration. When we got married, you in the Air Force, it was most likely that we would move because of my job. Your job. Right. But luckily at the time we got married, where you got stationed, that's kind of like you know, the retirement people go to that, you know, people go to Langley Air Force Base in Hampton and kind of kind of stay there. Yep. Uh, and then the decision, you know, we made a decision for you not to re-up. Um, so we didn't have to deal with that. But that was kind of the context, like, well, and I can say now that at that time, I probably, it was probably more like the scorekeeping thing. Mm-hmm. Well, I would have done it for her, so she got to do it for me. Yeah. And that was probably the extent of the consideration. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I just, like, I struggle with it a lot now because, again, like, moving into this acting role, that that becomes more permanent, it, it probably would be a significant impact to the family. And my struggle is, like, what is, like, what am I chasing? I I don't know. And I don't, you know, that's something I got, I'm not asking you, but that's something I got to answer for me. I'm very competitive, so I'm trying to excel. Like if I'm going to be in it, I'm in it. I don't. Right. I, I'm not at a point yet where I could just kind of hang out and just collect the check. So that's that that does nothing for me. I'd rather go somewhere else and figure something else out before that becomes you know who what I accept. But I don't know. I don't know where the balance is between doing this for my family and sacrificing my family in the process. Right. Um, so, I mean, what, what from your perspective, considering that you're in a position now where we, you know, we potentially have like, if it was a year from now, okay. Eli's in school, right. Kind of creates more opportunity for if you, whatever right. you determine is the next thing for you. Right. Um, how do you think my, I don't know what to call it. My, my climb, my ladder climb is, uh, is impacting opportunities for the family or impact the family directly. Um, I think in your current role, and I don't know if this is going to increase or whatever, but you travel a lot more now. So that creates scheduling issues and things like that like that's as far as I can see it at this point because of the kids activities and things like that like it has not impacted me going back to work right now because I I can't go back to work right now we have a a toddler or a little guy still in the house but a year from now I mean I've been maintaining my licensure and things like that just in case I do need to go back to work um hopefully opportunities present itself where I don't have to work for someone else I can be working for us um, but 
the biggest issue I see is like me figuring out how to be in multiple places at once. If it's an issue where you have to continue to travel as much as you do or more. Yeah. The tra- traveling is the piece. It's, that's the weird part. Cause I like, I like it when I go see other places. Um, cause it actually affords opportunity to travel, um, you know, in the U S and, and internationally as well. So I like the experiences, but I don't like, like the strain that it creates being away from the family and all of that. So if there, if there was a way I could do without that, I would definitely, um, I could do without the travel. But I mean, you mentioned something interesting is working, working for us. Ultimately, what, whether I'm in corporate America for another 15, 20 years, that, that part of it is what I struggle with as well, because like, what am I creating that, like, what am I creating for our last name? Um, I think I mentioned in the last episode that I have an entrepreneurial spirit, but I'm not working as hard on that as I am for somebody else. And especially climbing a ladder, part of my biggest struggle now is getting comfortable. And that's not, that's not contradict to what I said before about working hard, but just the, the security perceived security of income, you know, related to doing something that I know something I'm familiar with, even though the, uh, the complexity of the role is increasing, but just working for somebody else. Your compensation right? is consistent. Uh, at yeah, this point. yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's important. Um, so I, I struggle with, am I sacrificing legacy for pursuing corporate interests as well because I can't leave my kids I can't leave them my title right I mean it could create income that could help do some things but again I mean the, the economy shifts the work that I do is tied to um, the political climate you know what what's happening where uh, and that could all change based on administrations and things of that nature so I I, I really I really struggle with um, like what am I is that part of the sacrifice? Because one thing that's an interesting concept is sacrifice versus compromise. Yeah. Um, like, do we have a... Uh, yeah, we got definitions in 10. So what's the definition of sacrifice? Mm, so uh, when I was reading the articles, here's one that stuck out to me and says sacrifices are oftentimes about the betterment of the other person over oneself. So essentially sacrifice is selflessness because you're not getting, okay, so let me define compromise for you. Compromise is an agreement or a settlement between two parties. So each party has a mutual concession. So you're both giving something up, right? When you sacrifice something, one person is giving up, for the other. Mm. So do you feel like our decisions have been sacrifices or compromises? I think within our compromises, there have been sacrifices. That was cute. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> but now to actually answer the question. No, but the facts, like we may compromise on something. Okay. So I'm going to give up this and then it's, you're going to give up your time for this and I'm going to give up my, whatever for this and it's inevitable that one person is losing out on something completely 
Mm. So there's no way. Let's go back to my lofty dreams from my early 20s. If I were to be an actress, what type of sacrifice would I have? It may have been a compromise for you. Like, I really don't want you doing intimate scenes with somebody else. You know what I mean? Like, but that would be a complete sacrifice of. Wait, 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 I don't even understand how, how that how that's applicable to either because you, you weren't going to do any intimate scenes but see listen let's see um gabrielle union in the movie my co-star is more chestnut and they want us to kiss you know what i'm saying like what you want me to do with some scripts gotta find some more wholesome roles i can't that's probably but see that's a that would be a complete sacrifice of your mm. whatever you know what i mean in that instance even I though it's a compromise that okay you can act or okay you can spend time away from the house however like it would be more wait don't don't say it like that because some people are going to listen to this and it's like it's as if i'm allowing you to do it so no say, but you know okay, what I mean. you can it's we agree that right this is the opportunity that you're right. going to pursue and here's how it's going to impact the family right um i i don't i honestly <laughs> on a tangent related i honest i don't know how i could i don't know how people do it uh, and like I remember us having this conversation, which is why you're kissing somebody, that's not acting. You're actually kissing the person. I get it. I understand what you're saying. But do you remember me come, going come to like to me if you must? This is this open is castings and auditions. Do you remember like when we first were mm-hmm. dating and it was a thing where like, well, it's mm-hmm. cheating if you kiss somebody. And it's like, what? Okay. how is it not? Child, only what we can't. It's a check associated listen, with it. listen, we're not gonna go through this. <laughs> we're not gonna go back there. Uh, I have shout out to everybody it. that does. I just like, I th- thankfully, well, I can't say thankfully because it's to your uh, detriment, not detriment, detriment. <laughs> to a passion that you haven't yet had a chance to pursue yep. as you want to. I honestly don't know how I could deal with you kissing somebody else on screen. Yeah, well, you kiss somebody, I mean. Like, like that's the expectation. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I okay. <laughs> so <laughs> sacrifice versus compromise. Um, you feel like some of our compromises have involved sacrifices. Yeah. And the flip side, from my perspective, and I don't know that this is a a male perspective, but my perspective is, I'm sacrificing. By spending all of this time, putting in all of this work, um, when I would rather be with my family. Yeah. And I wonder, do you or, you know, for those that are listening, look, you know, that are having this listening and creating a conversation in, in their relationships. Is that seen as a sacrifice? Like, do you recognize that it's actually the time investment, the work investment, the emotional investment, um, the mental investment? to pursue career advancement as a sacrifice that I'm making, or is it only a sacrifice that the family is making because they're losing me to all of that? Hmm. Can I pose you a question before I answer though? It's the story of our life. (laughs) Listen, so would you consider it a sacrifice when I was working in Arlington or yeah, working in Arlington and I would have to leave home at four thirty in the morning. Like, is that considered a sacrifice? Cause I was away from the family, blah, 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 blah. No, I think that was more compromise cause it impacted schedules. We were both, I didn't have to do less. Okay. Or, you know I mean? It, it wasn't like, 
it just had to adjust schedules. I'm talking about where what I do now impacts, it limits what you can do yes. because we have kids. Right. So that. I mean, it kind of limited you too, because some days you had to be home at a certain time because I had to work till a certain time or you had to go in late and spend time in traffic because I had to still get it done. That's what I'm saying. It was a compromise. It was, it was draining, but I could still get it done. Mm -hmm. There are things that you probably can't get done in this stage of our life because of our life. Okay. I see that. So the question was, what was the question? (laughs) Do you see, like if I, if I see me pursuing Oh, yeah, yeah. Big dreams or whatever. Is it the kids or you? I think it's both. You were saying that. No. Is it impacting? Do you do you recognize it as a sacrifice that I'm making as well? Or do you only think that the family is making the sacrifice because daddy is off chasing his dream? I think it's both. Hmm. Is it more of one than the other? Mm, I guess it depends on the day. Like if you're missing out on major events that are happening with the kids like I feel like it was a sacrifice for you and for Eden her kindergarten graduation like we had to FaceTime you you know Mm -hmm. because you had to be away so it wasn't like her feelings were more important than yours in that instance I believe both of you wanted to share in that time with each other right Mm -hmm. so it all depends on the instance like Donovan isn't gonna be upset if you miss a jujitsu class yeah he enjoys it when you're there but you make more than you don't. So it's not really a, it all depends on the day. Like I said, how do you feel? What do you think? I don't, I don't know. Like I said, like, cause it's because I'm in it, I see it as a sacrifice. And I think that creates frustration or could lead to frustration. If I'm only seeing it as my sacrifice. And then I don't feel like, um, I'm being accommodated for my sacrifice. Like oh. if I'm, if I'm, if I'm quote unquote air quotes working so hard and I come home and I want you to cater to me, but you can't because you have to do all of these other things because I'm not there to help do that. Right. Then that can create frustration. Like, man. Right. Cause you can only see from your perspective. Right. Yep. I see that. So do you feel that way? Do you feel like sometimes I got to check myself? Mm. Like, I'm here like you as if and I don't want to say like duties but yeah I mean it, it's I see how tired I am right because I, I'm tracking I'm tracking my actions all day mm-hmm. I can walk in and see something out of place in the house and have a tendency to have an assumption that you haven't done anything yeah because I'm not I'm not tracking the actions I agreed I feel that in my spirit I feel that in my spirit yeah no for real I feel that like I always feel like as fast as I can straighten up a mess (laughs) that's how fast they can tear it up you know what I mean so it's a lot of days you come home and I feel like well dang Derek's gonna think I didn't do anything today even though I have and I've had to run to this place and pick up this person and oh they forgot this so I need to go to the school in the middle of the day so that means I didn't get time to you know what I mean it's like I can see both sides of that. But like what, it used to bother me a lot, like thinking that you would be upset, but I know what, like I know what I'm doing and I know what we go through, through throughout the day. So yes, I'm upset that you're upset, but I mean, it's not even upset. It's just like it, like it lessens the expectation of something 
like that part of it being there. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a very dangerous place to be. Like when you stop having an expectation and I'm not saying I'm there. It, um, but like when you, like when you accept, accept, accept something, a situation that's not ideal mm-hmm. and stop trying to work through it mm-hmm. like that. I think that gets dangerous. So if it's like, Oh, well she just don't have time. Hmm. I'm just not going to expect to have time. It doesn't mean I go do something dumb. It's just like, I don't have the expectation. And then we start to like, I'm not even for me. I got to put something out of my mind to deal with it. That's weird. But like, what? if it's, if it's something that I can't change and I don't want to be mad about it, I got to ignore it. Like I got to, Okay, this is just what it is. I accept it. Boom. So that's your compromise or your sacrifice. You're sacrificing your expectation. No, I don't. I wouldn't say it's. Easy. I'm saying that's. These are the impacts of not understanding, of not having a conversation around what sacrifice is or mm-hmm. compromise or mm-hmm. understanding how your your spouse or your your significant other perceives it. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, I mean, it's, it's the reality. Uh, it's when I check myself, it's like, and I think about it, it's like, okay, cool. Nah, she's, and I always say I would never want to trade with you and I wouldn't because I don't have that kind of patience. But you know, if I would only just feel entitled and not check my feelings, it could, it could potentially be an issue because we, we didn't talk all I would all I would just be saying is I'm not getting what I need out of it. Right. I'm doing all of this. Right. You know, she don't see me. I'm out here busting mine, trying to provide. Mm-hmm. So she, so she don't have to, then you got to check yourself. Like this is a full time, bro. That's a full time. That's a full time job too. And right. it doesn't stop. So, so do you feel like you've been there in our 14 years? Yeah, like? for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. It was immature, but I, you know, that's what I'm saying. Now, it's more about me checking me and I, I don't get, I don't know that it ever, like the thought ever stops entering my mind, but I can, I react to it differently. It's like, ah, chill out, bro. It's not that, you know, it's, it's, it is that serious, but it's not what you think. Right. I'm so, not ignoring you on purpose. Right. So maybe what could I do? What could I, you know, can I pick up dinner? Can mm-hmm. I go do something? Can I, can I try to help? So, yeah. Yeah. Um now when I be seeing pictures of you on the beach and stuff, I'll be like, No, this dude ain't out here. On the beach. I just remember that one time that you had to go to the Bahamas or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that yeah. And it's not vacation Bahamas, it was the military. I get it. I understand. But perception, right? And I I found out I wasn't actually supposed to take that picture. Oh wow. But, Did you get in trouble? Okay. I, I I honestly didn't know. But okay. Yeah. What's good, fam? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. It has creation tools to help you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or from your computer. Anchor will even help distribute your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Everything you need to make a podcast, it's all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. When I was when I was thinking through this, I sent a bunch of articles. You did. And uh you pulled some questions from 
an Which article one? at Berkeley we, University. Yeah, we'll have to post the uh put the article actual the actual article name in the show notes. Yeah. Um but it had it posed seven questions to consider around sacrifice. Right. Specifically. So did you wanna lay out a few sacrifices so that we can differentiate sacrifices versus compromises so we know like we have a baseline? Dubai was probably potentially the bigger compromise, but you wanted to go more than me. Yeah. In that situation. So I feel like I wanted the kids to go so yeah, bad. I feel like that one became more of a compromise. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I mean, it still was a sacrifice. Yeah. Because you lost time in your career, all of that. I think it was a sacrifice for the kids because they they didn't go to traditional school. Right. They missed out on pros and cons <laughs> of that. So, yeah. Yeah. Th- th- those are the examples that we talked to, but. The first question is to consider is like, how committed are you? And I, I guess that means to that person or to the relationship. Right. Um, and again, these are things that we read in the last couple of weeks. These mm-hmm. are not things that we use to actually manage our relationship to get to this it point. It sure would have made things a little bit easier. That's what this whole <laughs> conversation <laughs> series is about, right? Mm-hmm. The man, what if? Right. Um, but how committed are you? Yeah. Um, I, I mean, what do you, how do you even assess that? Like quantify? Yeah. Mm. Did you think about that when any of these decisions came up for me? Mm. I know for a fact that I will always say in my mind, it ain't going to be me. Like, he ain't going to blame me for not, you know, being able to get whatever it is that he's after. So it was more important for me for you to at least try, like, go after whatever it is that you were trying to attain and it not be my fault that it it happened or did not happen you know so me potentially not blaming you was more important than <laughs> that's not what i'm saying uh, let me finish was okay. more important than the consideration of what you actually wanted to do how like how it limited you yeah i was, I was more concerned about how it would impact you because mm. ultimately in our relationship if something impacted you negatively it would impact the atmosphere of the household negatively mm. right or from my perspective mm. anyway. Yeah, I, I can't tell you your perspective. So <laughs> No, but like like you said, was it saying. last week? If if I felt some kind of way, I want you to know that I felt some kind of way. Like I wanted you to know. Or I wanted you to feel whatever it was. Mm. You know? So that's what I was like, Well, we're not going through this. Like I would prefer I'm a lover, not a fighter, y'all. I'm not trying to fight. <laughs> Stop. Stop. I'm a fighter. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Okay. How, what about you? How committed am I? Yeah. Is I don't know. I'm, not that I don't know how committed am I am, but how I feel about that. Like, I've always been the one creating the need for a sacrifice. Okay. So, I wasn't asked to sacrifice. So, it wasn't about how committed I am. Am I willing to accept the sacrifice? Mm-hmm. I think that's the context of the question yeah. is, are you willing to, like, as you're making a decision about being willing to accept mm-hmm. your the sacrifice like how committed are you so I, I honestly i don't i never thought about it in terms of as related to a sacrifice like i said the maybe if you had to move like if we had to uproot and yeah. go to my not uh that's the air force base right yes it is North yeah Dakota. That, then that would really be that would have been a sacrifice for me you know because i hate coal for one and why not just doesn't sound like something to do who wants to go there but if so let's say in this position you are now 
if I were offered something major, would you be able to sacrifice your mm, job? Now you're trying to make it personal. I mean, that's the question. Mm. That, that would be interesting. Or would you have feelings of why well, I got to give up? Like I'm already doing Not, good. No, we definitely had to talk. We had to talk through the ROI, like the return on this Interest. investment. Oh, yeah. investment. Investment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you get, if interest can give you a return, I mean, I guess it's good. It's kind of a return. Okay. Um, I, if it's fantastic. But even, be, okay, so let's. So create okay. one because I, I, I got a, tons of different scenarios to kind of justify okay. how I would feel about it. But give me a specific scenario. Tomorrow. Know. Tuesday. Okay, so you next, get a call that says, or you get an offer that says, we need you to come and run our, I don't know, independent label of whatever, you know. You that's ha- that's I don't not know. good enough. What I you can't mean? make a decision on an <laughs> uh, independent something over something. Okay, so let's say, say something real. I don't know. You, you say these dream things that you want. Oh yeah, right? or I get a call that hey, we want you to work on this show in Atlanta. And, and it what? Huh? And it what? And it what? Yeah, and what? And what? Oh, this is a reoccurring, like this is one in a series of mm-hmm. five or whatever. And it, the compensation is, because I need, I would need to understand all, is this something that you're going to go try to see? Or is it something that it's, this is something major that's going to be consistent? Major that's going to be consistent. I'm asking. Yeah, I'm saying it. major. Okay. But would it not be worth it if I just wanted to go and see? I said you got to put it in the context because okay. that's a very different thing. Okay. You're talking about giving up one sure thing for another sure thing or seemingly sure thing for right. another seemingly sure thing. Mm-hmm. That's very different from stop what you're doing because I'm about to go try something. Now, I did that. <laughs> you know, that's, mm-hmm. And it, it was the school of life. Yeah, I, I wanted to be an entrepreneur at the expense of... Um, You know, yeah, I was, I, I went too quick. Yeah. I jumped out there way too quick. So I was, I was at a point where I was, you know, I worked my eight or nine hours and then come home and then I spend five or six hours at night just looking at stuff creatively as an entrepreneur. And I said, yep, I'm about to do this instead of the other thing with the family. Mm-hmm. So we'll dedicate. Wait, with a pregnant family. Don't spoil this. Yeah, we'll do a whole nother episode about that. <laughs> but if it was something like that, especially now, and I got that context, and we're I'm more senior in my career, that would that would be a revealing conversation. That's what I could so say. What you're saying is you would not be that committed. I'm committed, no. but I ain't that committed. That's, I mean, know. that's the question, right? I say like I would have to process it. Okay. I, I've never been in the position, so I right. would have to process it. But if it was, hey, you know, even if it wasn't like salary match or compensation, like, hey, this is something consistent. Mm-hmm. Like the benefits make sense. You know, we have to scale our life back, you know, a little bit, you know, but this is something that I'm passionate about. Right. That, that I, I would be, it would still be a tough conversation, but I could understand that more. Okay. If it's, you know, we got to give everything up, drive, you know, whatever. Like, that's a very extreme situation. But we got to mm-hmm. give everything up. And um, 
you know, I'm going to go try this thing and hopefully it works out. That would be, that would be tough. That would really be tough. And I would, that would be uh, how committed are you? Yeah. I don't know. That that would be a tough, tough one to, but, but we talk through it. And ultimately if that was something, what I would see is I would, cons- I would concede. It's about how I would feel about it after that. That'd be the work for me. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that is it. Yeah. That part. Yeah. So the the next question in in that in the in, this, in the uh, seven questions is, would your partner do the same for you? So did you consider that? And with any of the sacrifices that you had to make? Would I do it for you? Would I do it for you? Is the thing? Oh, mm. you're doing it. You're asked. I'm asking you to do it for me, right? And you're considering the flip. Like if right. the roles reverse, would he do it for me? I don't know. I think in some instances. Like if we were to go back to the first, like what we were just talking about, giving up something completely and then trying something else. I don't know if you would have done that for me. I mean, just like you said, it would be difficult. And at that stage, it would have been but more you think than about difficult. Because you, the, you, the flip side, the. I was still active duty at that time. So I could have said, hey, never mind. I don't want to get out. I want to stay in. But I believed in. But did you think about that specifically? Like if the role was reversed, would I be saying the same thing? Yeah. In that instance, yes, Hmm. I did. Hmm. Okay. The third question is, does one of you want it more? And I feel like I've always, except for Dubai, I feel like I feel guilty of like, I definitely wanted this more than you did. Mm -hmm. Did you, what are your thoughts on, how did you feel? Um, about any of those situations I knew that you wanted it that's why I went along with it I think a lot of the times in our marriage where we've had these big moves big decisions it was more about okay is he gonna regret not being able to and in that regret is it going to fall back on me or fall back on us or is it going to be more beneficial for him to just step out there and do it and us just follow our head? Hmm. Which is my job. Biblically. Bib- biblically. Hmm. <laughs> to go with the head leads, right? Okay. Yep. I think I would, again, me, me being more prone, at least historically, to scorekeeping, I would definitely, that's something I definitely would weigh out. Like, nah, you, this is, this is your thing. Mm-hmm. You, you want this more than, you know, I, I can see that being an issue mm-hmm. for me. If we had to have, if the roles were reversed and we had to have that conversation. Um, hmm. The fourth thing to consider is, does your partner know it's a sacrifice? So we kind of talked about that earlier, like the, the flip side of you, you being the one to sacrifice, but did I realize it was a sacrifice or did you think that, you know, me pursuing my dreams was me sacrificing as well? Mm. Thoughts? Um, Do you think, did, did you feel like I knew you were sacrificing? No, not initially. Mm. I felt like in your mind, I have to do this for the family. We need to make money. This is the way that we're going to have to do it. 
Mm. Stop. (laughs) You know? And that's just the way that I don't want to say men, but I know for you, that's how you think. Like, how are, how are we going to, how is this going to best benefit our family, this Mm. situation? So, um, I don't know. I can't, I don't know. Did you ever feel like, or see me as sacrificing in these instances or was it more like, like I said, we got to move forward this way. This is the way we're going. Initially. No, initially. No, I see it now for sure. Um, but early on I was probably more, um, like I equated it with me being able to take better care of my family monetarily, which in hindsight means the least really, right. but, uh, um, your presence means so much yeah. more than them. So that's just what I was at the time. Yeah. And that's, like I said, that's what I'm trying to, trying to, um, like really police my thoughts around it now to make sure that I'm not falling into this one sided perspective of I'm giving up, I'm doing this, I'm, 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 mm-hmm. and not considering the other part. Um, the fifth one, I think, this is how I think anyway, uh, is, is there a better solution? Now say, I think that way. So there's thinking that way. And then that's how you communicate it. Uh, cause you can communicate it like with the intent to influence or coerce your mm-hmm. partner that this has to be done because mm-hmm. then there's a, a conversation about hey, like if we do this, what are the alternatives? What are your thoughts on? I don't on know that? if we, I don't know if going back to initially, cause we've had different, we've been at different points in our lives when we've had to make these major decisions. Um, but I don't think we even had like in-depth conversations about, is there a better choice? It was, this is what was offered. Do we do it or not? You know, mm-hmm. I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, number six is, can you negotiate? So that, that that's a logical follow on to the, is there a better solution? So what have you ever thought that you wanted to negotiate one of those sacrifices, whether or not you thought it would create conflict if we did or not? But like, what do you, what are your thoughts on the negotiation aspect of it? Hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know how I, I feel about the negotiation negotiation part of it. I feel like we made the decision and then things naturally fell into place. Like me getting out, I got out and then I was like, well, I need to go to school. So I went to school, but it wasn't like a negotiation kind of thing. Like we knew that that was going to create, like we needed to find somewhere for Donovan to go and blah, blah, you know, somebody need to help me get the kids to school because I had class and stuff like that it wasn't a negotiation kind of thing. It was, just, it was just like a segue. Okay. Well, I guess we need to figure, it was a lot of figuring out, I guess. But do you think that that's the appropriate thing to do? Like if we were to no. do it now, Mm-mm. I was talking about the negotiation. Oh you yeah. Think like now, if something else happens, like, yeah, there's a sacrifice. Would you be okay trying to negotiate your position on, mm-hmm that or are you so is it so far gone and now it's like oh, we gotta do this for the family and it's because in a way like i can i can understand contributing how one partner can contribute to that 
Mm-hmm. But at some point, it's not fair to either one. Yeah. Like if if all your decisions are just conceding because yeah. you're scared to have a position yeah. like that, that, I think that's as dangerous. I think I've been in that place throughout, you know, at different points in our relationship where I just didn't want to say, well, can't. What about this or what about that? It was more about, OK, well, I really don't have a choice because I'm not. In my mind, I'm not contributing, so I can't make a decision. You know? Why do you feel like that? Why? I don't know. I don't know if that's you or women and not to generalize. I think it's because I worked for, you know, like I worked. I graduated high school and I immediately went into the middle. Like I worked and worked. I made my own money and I did my own stuff. I didn't need help from nobody, you know? (coughs) Excuse me. And then to not be able to take care of myself, air quotes again. Is bothersome, I think, to some point in my mind. So you equated financial earnings to, um, what's the word? What's the word? Not acceptable, but that's how you contribute, right? That was that was a the expectation yeah. of being a contributor is is financial, especially in comparison to who you had around you. Like, how did I measure up to the other people in your life? Hmm. I don't have a job. I, I'm not making money. I, I don't have this title anymore because I'm no longer in the military. Like, hmm. I am just mom, you know? So, I mean, that creates a bit of a wowza in your head. Like, for me, at least, trying to um, justify my presence or my being that's crazy because that's because that's so it's the same it manifests differently i guess but like for me my decisions were driven financially because i i equated financial contributions to the expectations of me for the family and you had the same yeah but i was also faced with the kind of like well what do you want to do what's your you know this whole like I want to do a lot of things however I can't like no, no I get that I'm just saying that my point is that it's not so far-fetched that and maybe it's just aha for me but it's not so far-fetched that the monetary um like how much money influences a decision mm-hmm whether influences the decision or influence how you perceive your value or worth to the family. Mm -hmm. That is interesting. Um, And then the seventh question that kind of feeds into it is, is what's your motivation? So I just said a lot of times what mine was, was me assuming or me equating financial contributions to family success or moving the family along. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but was that more personal, like my individual success kind of thing? Like I want to be able to make this amount of money kind of thing. I, uh, asking all these good questions. <laughs> Thanks. We discussed this. I had to read your uh, <laughs> show notes earlier. Hey. Um, I think at some point the, uh, the number was cool. It's like, I, you know, if you make whatever and then you want to double it or if you want to, you know, 
Yeah, because I don't want to get into numbers. Um, X dollars. Yeah, but for some, like I say, for some people, right? If if your field supports it, making six figures is attractive. Like it's a th- it's a thing. Right. It's an ideal. Right. That seems like it equate like it means you're successful, mm-hmm. right? Whether that's one person or a two household income, uh, a two and two household, two income household, um. And I don't know where that comes from. I mean, like even like when you file your taxes, it's what, what threshold, yeah, what mm-hmm. bracket are you in? And maybe, you know, maybe that's part of it is, uh, you know, I'm in this bracket. I want to be in that bracket next year. Um, so I think at some points the number has been cool. Like I would love to reach this salary number. Okay. That's not what it is right now. Uh, it's more about progressing and what like the the impact I'm allowed to have on the organization. Okay. If they threw a butt a, a buttload of money at me right now, just a you know this is this is a um, a diversity play, right? If that that's not that's nowhere this is not real, but like, like if that was the <laughs> if that was the the offer. At this stage of my career, that's that's not even on the table for me. Yeah, no. Um, but for some, again, you Don't know, matter that, how you fi- get it, financially, get it. Yeah. they might say, they might compromise within them within their mind. Hey, I could take this, you know, whatever, you know, and however many commas, and uh, then I can take it and put it in my family. We can create this and that. I'm beyond that point. I don't know that I was ever that I would ever have considered that if somebody said that overtly. Mm-hmm. It was like, hey, you know, we. We need to we need our executives uh look a little bit more um different, right? Right. And it had nothing to do with the actual ability to impact. That that doesn't do it for me. So um motivation isn't isn't money at this point. So can you put a name to what your motivation is if it's not money? Like That's what I'm saying. is it just, just status? Like your not yeah, status, you being know. Being able to impact. Oh, the impact. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, so do you feel like in a relationship, one party or the other should be the one to make the sacrifice? Like it should be you because you don't make as much or it should be you because you have more free time. Is there a person that, quote unquote, should be the one to make the sacrifices? Uh, Answering that at this stage of life. I think the the seven question approach makes more <laughs> sense. Uh, previously, I th- I would say yes, somebody should, but it's not gender related. Mm. It's the person with the greater op- with the lesser opportunity should sacrifice. Okay. So if that was me with less opportunity, yeah, that's that would have been my my answer. Mm. But now. Um, haven't seen the impact of not having this kind of conversation. I that's not a blanket answer um, that anybody should just sacrifice. Right. Um, yeah. What do you What do you think? Yeah. No, I don't think that there should be a person designated to be the sacrificer. <laughs> Did you ever feel like you had to sacrifice because you were the woman? Yeah. Hmm. And I think that is a. Um, it comes from our upbringing. Like we both come from Christian households, you know. I'm supposed to be the meek helpmeet, right? 
is how we're grown, you know, taught mm. to be growing up. So I did definitely bring a lot of that into our marriage. And it was not because of anything that you said or requested, but it was kind of my own in my mind. This is the type of wife I want to be kind of thing. Do you think any of your sacrifices have been like you've gone too far in sacrificing? Yeah. Like what? Um, I kind of feel like even though it was a decision that we made together, mm, I already know me sacrificing my career, my military, I could be retiring this year Keisha and would I would be never, retiring. I would be retiring October or whatever. Yes. 19th last week. Yeah. Two weeks ago. Yeah. I would be retired. Mm. Then all you have to do is wake up. Yep. With a check. Mm. But then, I mean, hindsight is always 2020 sometimes most times <laughs> but but then i wouldn't i don't know that would have affected i don't know where we would be yeah i would probably still be in the, i could still be in this field but I, it may have meant that i couldn't be somewhere long enough to to get to where i am so I, I, you know i don't know i've been in my field i've been in government contracting since 90 Eight, specifically in supply chain. Um, Ninety-eight. Yeah, I went to work shipyard. Oh, I that's didn't know that was the same. I thought you were doing drawing. That's a naval contract. Were... Yeah, but okay. that was a government contract, is what oh, I'm okay. saying. So in that environment, and then in my current profession within that government contract, and it's been sixteen years, going mm-hmm. on sixteen years. Mm-hmm. So I, I like I'm, I've been in it, but I've been with the same company for the last 10 years. So I've had an opportunity to understand the business, um, you know, create relationships, demonstrate work ethic, demonstrate results. And like, I feel like, I don't feel like I, like this was luck. I feel like, you know, it It was strategic. I think, thank, you know, I thank God for, providing opportunities but at no point in my career like even now looking back what I say man I really lucked up like no I, I, I worked mm-hmm. I worked and when I had an opportunity I saw opportunities through uh, um, I feel like I I was I gave the company I met and exceeded their expectation of of what they were trying to get out of me yeah so um, I think another thing that I feel like I may have that I kind of regret is giving up a little bit or too much of my independence. Like mm. I know now by choice, but right. Okay. Let's be clear. I said, I've given up, not mm-hmm. you made me. This be clear. Um, <laughs> you think the people going to come attack you, sir? No, no. <laughs> Don't come attacking people. No, no. It's fine. Yeah. I definitely feel like I should have maintained a lot more of my independence. I think it just makes, I mean, when you have your own independent, uh, think about like, put your, if the roles were reversed and you were staying at home, like, how would you, what would you feel about that situation? Anger. You would? You'd be angry? I, I don't know. Like, and that's not having been in that situation. Like, when I, when I uh, did my stint with being an entrepreneur too early mm. and try to make that full time, like, I had Donovan during the day. Mm hmm. And I that gave me a different respect for 
you know, just the one child mm-hmm. trying to get them around. Or if I had to do something, uh, if I had the opportunity to, to actually create business, I had to go, you know, find them a sitter and all of mm-hmm. that. So I, I get it, but I, I don't, I don't have that kind of, when they say it's not my ministry. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think I was built like that either. <laughs> yeah. But, but the crazy part is you might, if you were to read my email for a day or sit on calls with me for a day, you might be like, you know what? Nah, I'm cool. Right. I'm cool. So I know it all. I don't think I would have. Or I would be sending nice little crafty emails back. Yeah. yeah. But um, <laughs> that's the draining part of leading people is you don't necessarily, you don't, you typically don't get, Hey, thanks for everything you're doing. Mm-hmm. Emails all day. You get, this is not working over here. Yeah. I'm having this problem over here. You need to go fix this. And like, that's, that's, that is, everybody's not built to deal with that. Just like everybody's not built to deal with needy children. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we have good children. So I I, I I can't even imagine. Ooh, that's another episode. (laughs) Off topic question. Your children is crazy. Yeah. All y'all children off topic. When we were both working, did you feel like one job was more important than the other job? Nope. No. Nope. Cause again, at that time it was about finances and, like when we, when we first got married, you, your total conversation was, was more than mine. Yeah. Cause you had the housing and you had benefits. It yeah. was, it, it was a better situation. Yeah. Um, and then after that, when you were working, I was more excited about you be, for, like fulfilling that part of your life. Yes. Like, Lord. like still having something outside of the house to do. So it wasn't, it was, it never became a money thing until we had four kids. Mm-hmm. And then number five was coming. It was like, all right, now we already, it was already compromised. Tight, right. And, and not even just the money, like it was already compromised because we're not seeing each other. But I don't know if that's compromise or sacrifice. That but is like, your time. So, you know, you going in early, I'm compromising, getting the kids in school, getting them on a the bus and all of that. I go in late, I get home late, but we're only passing. Right. Like it's like, yo, hey. And roommate, I'm sure you know is tired I mean? after that all them patients. <laughs> But um, I was like, yeah. So it wasn't, you know, it was like my job is harder than yours. It was like, are we gonna do that and trade paychecks for daycare? Right. That was the thing for me. It wasn't like it's like it didn't it. It was too much sacrifice that wasn't returned to anything. Yeah. Like, are we gonna not have a family life? And my check and is going. <laughs> not seeing any benefits to right. like the dual income. So that's what. That was more about that. So, but after that, even when you were working in retail, I was just happy that you were working. doing something that you're happy with. Yeah. Like, if when Eli goes back to school, I just want you to connect with something. Yeah. So I, I'm not, again, I'm not pro go work for somebody. Right. Even though I'm doing that. But, like, if, if you don't have to. Um, but if it was, even if it was, like, volunteering or yeah. find something that you're just passionate about, I would for me that would be I want peace at this point yeah so we like both of us being frustrated I'm not a fan of that right not a fan at all so if it's me like I'm cool I feel like I'm built for that um and I can deal with it differently but we're gonna, we're gonna both come home and be mad <laughs> and, and and ain't got no time yeah and don't do sex <laughs> not, that's that's completely that's completely off the table. The 
Did not tell y'all his love language. Did not tell y'all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were speaking it earlier. Hey, sir, this is a PG. Is this a PG show? Yeah, points given. I can't. We're giving all the points. I can't. All right, so I mean, I, I don't know what else there is. Uh, I think we hit all the points on this one. Um, Except for the one about um, if our sacrifice impacted us negatively and how did we recover, if it did. What? What? That's kind of what I was asking, but we didn't. Oh, we didn't. I, I asked you, did you think you sacrificed too far? Oh, yeah. Do you think you recovered or you think it's still a process? Um, I think I, it's always, it'll always be a little tickle in the back of my brain. Does it impact my daily? Definitely not. Hmm. You know? Tickle meaning regret? Um, can I say regret? I don't you know. You can say whatever a- you want to say because you do what you want to do. <laughs> hey. I don't, I don't know if you. it's a regret. I do feel like it is a, it's one of those what ifs. Like, dang. I should have, but I'm not like mm. stabbing myself over it, you know. No, don't. I mean, don't. <laughs> don't stab myself. Why would you stab yourself? <laughs> that's a. That's just crazy. Um, yes, yeah, so I, I mean, what's the point? The point is, if you're contemplating sacrifices, um, consider those seven questions to help guide that conversation. Yeah. Even if you don't use all those questions if you use none of them just have a conversation right and and be as honest as you can in that conversation because yeah. it's gonna it's gonna come back to you somehow like somebody's not gonna be happy about it and you know if somebody's not happy in the house the house can't truly be happy nope. um so yeah i guess that's uh that's all i wanted to talk about on this episode <laughs> I did see a cute little something on Pinterest and it said um, things that you should never in all caps sacrifice and um, you should never sacrifice who you are, your values, your dignity and your family. So that's something to also weigh against those seven questions. Are you sacrificing too much in this instance? Like Same these again. Four things. Never sacrifice who you are, which is like your soul. Don't sacrifice your soul. Uh, your values, your dignity, or your self-worth, and you never sacrifice your family. Hmm. Yeah. I was I was three out of three till you got to number four. <laughs> That's the one I got to uh, I got to figure that one out. So uh, we shall see. What we gonna see though? What's the uh, quote of the day? Gotta have a quote. Pick one. I put three of them down there. Um, I like sacrifice for your dream. Don't sacrifice your dream. I kind of figured you were going to pick that one. Mm-hmm. I had noted you and stuff. That's real. We should probably do an episode of what, what our dreams are. Yes. Because everything that, all the sacrifices that I've been referencing here is not, like my career is not my dream. Let's mm-hmm. be clear about that. Very thankful for it. It's not what I. Aspired to Yeah. Be. It's not what I dreamed I was going to be doing. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's move into uh, our Woo-cha. segment. You got one this week? I do. Listen, this happened yesterday. So I go grocery shopping and I generally take an older child with me to act as my calculator to keep us on budget. Y'all. Okay, so normally it's Imani. Yesterday I took Honor with me. So we're in Walmart. I got the list. I'm, I'm holding the list, going through the list, putting the things in the basket. All baby girl got to do is calculate the stuff, right? Just put it in. So instead of her... Looking at what I'm getting and putting in how much it costs. She's asking me after each item. <laughs> how much was that? How much was that? 
how much was that? And I was like, didn't you see where I got it from? It's right there. She said, I'm doing you a favor. Child, the walls of Walmart <laughs> almost mm. came down upon them. Okay. <laughs> child. I said, you know what? Bet. I'm fine. Give me my phone. I got it. And she was like, no, mom, no, mom. Let me do it. How dare you? How dare she? I'm doing you a favor. Is you going to eat mm. or not? Child. 16 going on deceased. All the way dead. Mm, don't do that. <laughs> All the way dead. Anyway, that's my Woo Child of the Week, y'all. Think that's going to do it for this episode, uh, fam. We appreciate you guys checking in. Yeah. Um, love your feedback. Definitely love your feedback. Remember the voice notes if you're listening on Anchor. Uh, we got our first voicemail for episode two. Good looking, good looking. Um, so you can literally say in the app, uh, just leave a message about how you felt about uh, the episode uh, if you're listening on Apple what is it called Apple Podcast mm-hmm. uh, rate us rate us a five only, only five only rate the fives though because everything Still. else is just a waste of time right, right. so just um, make sure you get in there leave us a five give us some feedback uh, I think we're also not I think we're also on Spotify Stitcher I want to say we're on Google Play I believe so wherever you're listening um, we appreciate it leave appreciate the feedback you. And we will catch you guys in the next episode. I can't. What was that? I don't know. I'm still working on my That evidence. was guttural. That was I'm, like, I'm trying to set the next one up, right? We were supposed to talk about, we didn't talk about sex this time. The not, sex after marriage. Oh, is that the one? Mm. Or is there? Mm. That's what you said, right? Is there? Yeah. I'm just going to keep dropping the, uh, <laughs> the hits. Yeah, dropping on this one. Yeah. I don't know if that's a, a serious conversation to have. Is it? Ah. I mean. Sex after marriage? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's going to happen. And, that, and that's not, I'm not talking about whether you abstain from and then should you have it after. After marriage <laughs> over time. Is there still? Does it exist? Oh, um, yeah. I've heard some stories about some people. That's not my plight. Right. Praise the Lord. Amen. Because that's a ministry that I am fully engaged in. <laughs> Um, and that would be uh, that would be a, a deal um, discussion I can't say deal breaker but uh, that would be a need for some discussion so yeah that's gonna do it I've said that thrice yes you have God bless fam be blessed fam we out keep the conversation going we'll see you later be blessed fam we out I gotta have the last word <laughs> Stop. We out. (laughs) Back up for the mic. We out, fam. (laughs)